0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash
1: weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: So, yeah, we've got um, an event to tell you about. It's on the 22nd of January, which is a day after what, Tommy? Your
2: birthday. My what birthday? Uh, Your 40th birthday. Don't look it, do I? No, not with the face cream you use. So, yeah, um, we've got this event going on. Uh, It's at Tobacco Dock London on the 22nd of January. That's right, Dave. Ticket prices are £24.56. Yeah, why? Why is it
1: £24.56p? Break even. Saw so after. Odd, isn't it? Um, you get and you get a, a free, was A free pint of Guinness to every ticket holder. You don't because you pay twenty-four pounds fifty-six. But what you it's do free, get to
2: see, what you do get to see, is a battle of the pods. We've got the rugby pod. Boo. Boo. Although so Jim like and them. Andy are going to be there. Although we quite like them, yeah. We've got the tryhards. Boo. Laura Jane Jones
1: and nope. Nolly Waterman. That is boo because we hate them. Yeah. They're absolute cows. The pair of them, aren't they? They are though.
2: I can't take to him. Something, you can't. something. I just can't. I just can't. They're going to be there. We've also got special guest in, Vane Barnes. Oh my god, Vane Barnes will be there, and you know he's probably going to be more of an MC and adjudicator. Um, there's obviously battle going on, and I'm going to take the rugby pod down. Well, he's a good, he's a good communicator. He's, he's a good diffuser, isn't he, Barnesy? Yeah, he is. I mean, um, what, what
1: I think it's going to be is because. But because we are actually pretend enemies, but actually friends with Goody and Jim, I think it's actually with the four of us attack, like really going for... I would um, say it's the other way around. We're pretend
2: oh. friends with Goody and Jim, but we're enemies.
1: Actually enemies. Yeah.
2: yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially Sponge Fists. Mm. Yeah. Just, just horrible bloke, isn't he? Uh, but we'll be chatting all about the Six Nations coming up, the women's Six Nations as well. The Guinness Six Nations, Tom. Yes, that is right, David. It's Doors will open event. it. Five thirty, and the podcast will start at six forty-five. Go on for an hour,
1: and um, basically about nine o'clock it ends. But not for me. We might end up. We might end up having a, up having a flipping pint afterwards, or <laughs> couple, wouldn't we?
2: Put your teeth in and
1: say it. I might have easy for you to slay. I might easy for you to slay. I might have five or six pints, then go out. That's not quite right, is it? Anyway, you get it. It's a joke. There's loads of blooming
2: pints. We'll get. We'll get absolutely tipsy. You can book this through Eventbrite, we'll put the link on our Twitter and Facebook pages, so click in and purchase a ticket, alright? Good luck to you. It's going to be amazing. Good luck to you.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Flanks and Shats podcast. Did the you get it?
2: Gloden, Golden Globe Award winning. The Gloden Globe Award winning <laughs> Um, did you like Ricky Gervais's, um monologue? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Love Loved the fact that celebrities couldn't laugh, although they were probably dying inside because it was that good. Um, it's weird that Ricky Gervais has to say, it's a joke, it's a joke after everything. Like, it's not a joke, when it blatantly is a joke. Yeah. Um, but just obviously making sure he ticks a box with any keyboard warriors. Yeah, of course. Um,
1: brutal. Very, very funny. Very, very simple, a lot of it. But that's, I guess that's the brilliance of genius, isn't it? Very Make, clever. Making it simple, yeah.
2: Incredibly clever. Um, and he didn't care at all. Doesn't care. It's the last time he's going to um, host the awards, so go out on high. Although. He says it every year.
1: Yeah, and it's like Austin Healy says that every time he does an after dinner speech. Well, it's the last speech I'm doing. You won't even speak again, so see you later. Bye. And you're like, got another dinner and he's there. He doesn't do, I don't think he does loads, but he, I've heard him say three or four times, last time I'm doing
2: this, so I'm not doing it again. And I think he's just trying to keep his equity high. That's what I think. Don't need the money. Got loads of money. Don't even need to be here. Tied up in mum and dad's house. <laughs> um, do you know what? I, I've started the day on a positive, but I've gone downhill. You look like you've been playing golf. I've gone downhill. No, I played golf last week in Southern Down. Lost Lost a lot of money. It's your outfit, I thought. What? How, how much did you lose? Tell Just tell us the actual number. 20 quid. Oh, yeah, that's painful. Uh, and was it just 20 quid? Tw- uh, it was 20 quid, but... I turned up, and it was a third of Jan, and it was a nice day, and I didn't have a hat. I had a bobble hat, but not a cap, and it was really bright at the Southern Down Golf Club, so 15 quid on a hat.
1: Oh. Yeah, so. Always gets you the golf, doesn't it? Remember that other golf day that cost you a couple of hundred knicker? It's just the taxis, taxis,
2: fees, beers, lunch. Mm. Always gets you. It's a pricey day out. It was great, though. We managed 16 holes before the sun went down on Southern Down, but it was nice. It was nice. Um, okay, I'm happy for you. Well, I've started the day off with a positive today, got to the gym early, 6am, did 40 minutes of weights before spin class at 645 and I've just now eaten two baguettes on the way to meet you, so... Ah, uh, that's why you didn't have a toasty and costa at the services, Yeah. <laughs>
1: I thought you'd been good, you've had two baggies, Oh,
2: I can't, look, you can see the wrapping down the side of my car there, mate. I might just bag it. What'd you have? <laughs> I had a... Well, they have a uh, the chicken tikka and a tuna mayo. They were already made up in the shop. Complimentary. Already made up in the shop. So, couldn't be bothered to ask for anything specific. Just okay. generic one. But, yeah, gutted, mate. Gutted. A couple of gum bleeders. They were lovely. Okay. Love baguettes. But mm, yeah, I Bread's do, not that great for you, though, is it? Especially no, white bread. With I, sugar. Do you know
1: what I was going to do later on? You're going to laugh when I say this. I wasn't going to tell you. You're going to eat sprouts because you absolutely no, love them? No, I plan to go right. for a jog. Anyway, it's raining now. It's not doing it. Is that with a silent G? <laughs> <laughs> Yogging? Yeah, Uh It's it's
2: it's raining, so I can't do it. Well, I was going to play touch tonight, but I can... Um, I might go
1: to fatness first and do 40 minutes on a cross
2: trainer. Yeah, I did spin this morning, right? And spin class is good. It's great for a sweat, but doesn't really get your heart rate up that high for me. Now, I don't know about you or the last time you did spin. I would say... A twenty-minute watt bike session is harder than a forty-five-minute spin session. Oh my god! Well, it was what, what
1: session you do, isn't it? But watt bike I find infinitely harder. It's a gruesome bit of kit. But apparently, Toby Booth—I know all the Bath coaches and some of the sort of staff and friends—would have used to go to an early spin class at Fitness First in Bath. Yeah. But I only found out recently. Apparently, Toby Booth ran it. He ran the spin class, and he's a really good spin instructor. This could be made up. But apparently, he's brilliant, and his classes are brutal, but fun.
2: Well, I was anyway. next to uh, my mate Pete Lecky, Bubs, on the bike today, and the guy that's actually taken the spin class... Bubs, oh, on a bike. What a joke. I couldn't hear him because the music was so loud. Because of Bubbs breathing? No. Because of his asthma. <laughs> but, but Bubs knew exactly what he was doing. You no, know, he's memorised the session. He goes that much. So really? just him,
1: yeah. How come he's still a big lad then mind you I go to the gym quite a lot and I'm 130 kegs uh, dairy intolerant wheat intolerant food intolerant yeah his willpower intolerant that's what I am everything he eats bloats him have you um, has he it's a worry like I, I'm actually thinking now if you'll laugh at this I had a little thought to myself um, a while ago I'm only getting get much better nick for my 40th anyway it's a couple of Mondays away so it's not going to happen now but I do get, I'm at the point now where I do want to be 10 kilos lighter because I've got back, a snuck back up to 130. Yeah,
2: that's easy for you. 10 kgs, you should be easy to be able to strip that off. Just. How? Just cross trainer? Um, You have to do more fat burning sessions, so keep your heart rate at a certain level for a long period. But just diet, I reckon, mate. Just diet. It is diet, that's what it is. Yeah. I, I eat a lot of food. Yeah, but it's the right food. You can eat a lot of food, but just make sure. Yeah, the right thing is going in. You've got to burn more calories than it goes inside you. Simple as that. All right, I'll do you a nice fitness plan. Okay, fella.
1: I had a sweet potato and chickpea uh, and chickpea curry last night. Nice, good start, isn't
2: it? Yeah, nice. What um, did I have last night? What'd you have? Uh, what you have? I had prawn linguine. Oh, yeah, nice. It was all right, actually. Well done. I cooked a lovely rolled sirloin with homemade mm. chips the other night. Mm. It was delicious. You deep fry your chips or oven? Um, I boiled them and then used a bit of goose fat and put them in the oven. You bastard. Double, is double cooked, not treble cooked like Jimmy Rainbird. They were just double cooked. Oh, so right? double is a boil and a oven. I would—that's what, that what I would say. Yeah. Okay. That's what I would say. Okay.
1: So what you been up to then, boy? Um, What's been going
2: on? Because people want to know. Didn't do people much. People want to know. Didn't do much over New Year. I mean, you know, New Year's gone for me now. Resolution. It's gone for everyone. It's gone for everyone. I'm having a moist January. That's what I'm having. I was quite quiet. Wee. in December. Ladjery, having a ladgery. Or no, I'll have a dry January. Dry wine. Having a Don Juanery. Dry gin. <laughs> dry cider.
1: Uh, dry slap. So is that no. Right? <laughs> dry root. No, no, no. Carry
2: on. <laughs> didn't do. Didn't do much. I've been watching Bancroft. Thought what? That was excellent. What's that? Uh, Bancroft is a detective, and she. Is a female. I
1: was about to say he or she, because there's a lot of stuff going on with the Golden Globes, percentage-wise. She's a female,
2: and she doesn't always do stuff by the book. She operates outside the law. It's a little bit like... Mel Gibson in 48 Hours. It's a a little bit like Line of Duty. Okay. Um, And it's whether you agree with her tactics or not. She's not scared about throwing someone out the window of a five-storey building block. Did a bit of judo at school, did she? I didn't actually see the technique. But anyway, um, that was on uh, last few nights. Really enjoyed that. I've watched Don't F- With Cats. Oh, God, we need to talk about that. Have you watched it? We have kind of spoken about No, I haven't yet.
1: I, okay. My internet's been down. Get internet back tomorrow. Okay. Um, no, I. We'll yeah, save this I'll, for next week then. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, fellas. Bancroft, nice. Bancroft. Bancroft. Mm. Yeah, get into
2: Bancroft. Okay. I enjoyed that. Have you seen um, Dracula or Christmas Carol? No, neither of them. I've got them recorded. I want to watch Messiah. That is on Netflix at the moment. Oh, yeah, it's new, isn't it? Yeah. I keep getting this thing, and it's
1: like, um, Hi, Babes. Hi, Babes. Netflix has... From Netflix. Hi, Babes. Netflix has uh, added a film you might like. And my little girl has changed my profile name from Flats to Babes. And it, it goes... It varies, but there was qu- there wasn't babes last week. It was something quite rude last week, but she didn't realise what the word meant. Do you reckon it's babes because of Pig in the City? Um, that's must she, be, yeah. yeah. She changed it. She, I've taught tried to teach her that the word div is bad. She's heard me use the word div a few times, but she has mistaken a word, the word div, for a word she heard someone else say, which is spelt D I C K. And she accidentally, without having no idea what it meant, she only seven, changed my profile to uh, Dick Daddy <laughs> on Netflix, which is actually really, really short there, awkward. Mate. She knows. She, she, she doesn't knows. know, boy.
2: She knows. I my kids started laughing face. at it uh, when I we saw a big sign for Mary Poppins and Dick Van Dyke <laughs> giggling away at it. Vans uh, are funny. Uh, Some so vans are hilarious. very quiet. Did the game with... Shano. Uh, the there Blue, were Scarlet. there were
1: seventeen of you on the panel, weren't there? All four.
2: Quite a lot, yeah. A lot of you. There's a lot of there's a lot of rugby IQ there. Well, Danny Wilson was around as well, so he was used. Former coach of Cardiff Blues, he's now Scotland coach, isn't he? With Scotland, and next year or this year, sorry, in June he will be head coach of Glasgow. Yeah. So he was very there. highly rated. Yeah. Nice bloke. From Western Supermare. Is he Western? Well, you know, area, our kid. one of the people that
1: got him kind of in there at uh, London Welsh originally, I believe, was um, Sammo, Paul oh, Sam Paul okay. Samson. Yeah. Western Supermare, I went to watch Roy Chubby Brown in Western Supermare with Ollie Barkley, someone else I've forgotten and uh, Ali the Builder who's a mate of mine, you might have met Ali, 65-ish, um, very low functioning um, builder who has no tools. His tools got nicked about 10 years ago Never bother replacing them, never been out of work, very odd, drinks a lot of cider, great bloke. And we watched Roy Chubby Brown, it was actually a couple of funny one-liners, actually a bit crap. And, um, no offence Roy, and went to have a pint afterwards in Western Supermare. And we got halfway through our pint and thought we need to leave now because it's off. someone in the room was about to get their head kicked in and it was... We somehow, weirdly, it turned on us. We were literally sober, standing at the bar. And then someone said to me, you Tottenham, mate. I said, are you, are you Tottenham? I said, no, uh, no. Who are you? What are you? What are you? I said, I'm not really into football. I don't really support a team. I watch Match of the Day. <laughs> and I think boat shoes.
2: Did you say it with a really posh voice yeah, like that? I
1: watch, watch Match of the Day. Well, I think I had a pair of jeans on, which may be normal. But I had boat shoes, polo shirt, collar up, and a jumper over the shoulders. You know. But I can see you wearing that. I was, I was, I reckon I was this close. And my, I'm doing that thing with my finger and thumb. They're that close to getting glassed. That's very similar to
2: how Andy Powell got in trouble in Walkabout Bar and Shepherds Bodge. Yeah,
1: only I left. Yeah. He stayed, and someone smacked him in the head with a stool, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Happens, doesn't it, when you're on the when you're on the lash with Tim Payne? That's what <laughs> happens. <laughs> um, it's good. To, it's good to know your exits. What have so you been so, up to? Oh, don't ask. Don't okay, ask.
2: Fine. I won't.
1: All right. So when um. Yeah, chill christmas nice not too much travelling about worked the weekend after christmas saturday sunday because there was a a game at twickenham queens tigers weren't there and then yep. um we've done a pod since then haven't we yeah we have anyway did that but new year done christmas new year um was good went down to devon um uh, i've got a mansion down there got a nine bedder down there slash um shoe box a lovely little time down there and went for, um, got a wetsuit on, which is cheating, but went for a New Year's Day morning swim. No, thank you. In the sea, in there? We're in there for a good 10 minutes, 15 minutes. We probably dug in. It was very, very cold on the bits that didn't have is wetsuits this gonna on.
2: Is this going to be, is this sort of a yearly thing, that, yeah. an annual thing? You'll jump, you put your wetsuits on and jump in New Year's Day into the water. Yeah,
1: and you get changed in the back of the car, wrap up warm and then go to the beach house on South Milton for breakfast, which of that wicked. Oh, it's brilliant, mate. Kids love it okay it's just wild like everyone's like what are you doing and the kids feel really chuffed because they think they're crazy because they are yeah they love it and to be honest wetsuits if you got so got one of my daughters wetsuit boots she was absolutely fine the other one I, she doesn't listen to this pod little mika the one who wrote uh dick daddy on the thing she um she's potentially got daddy's calves so we got her a set that fit, and they didn't do up. <laughs> Poor little thing. And she's like, I can't do it because my legs are too strong. I was like, oh, babe, you're right. You are too strong. And the other one's like, am I not strong enough? No, you are t- more You are more athletic. And she's like, I know. I am. My legs are too strong. You're more long distance, all right? This is power.
2: Yeah. You're more track and field. You're more track. This one's field. Yeah. yeah. No, they
1: said she looks like a shot put. No, she's a gorgeous little thing. But... So we they didn't fit her little... Oh, so anyway, oh. she, but she dug in. Well, I basically had to carry them into the sea for 15 minutes. Wrap up warm, nice bit of brekkie. Um, yeah, it was good, actually. Yeah, really good. And then went up to uh, the Wask game. Games. So I had a really quiet... You bumped into a mathematician
2: time. up there, didn't you? A genius.
1: I did, yeah. Yeah. Rear of the year, two years and... <laughs> two year, Rear of the year twice, Durdas said. So we did this... In, we Yeah, we bumped into Carol Vorderman up there. What we was she doing up there? Um... She, goes she was, like she was a the VIP guest, basically, oh, no. I think. Sorry. And she uh, did an interview with her, um, and obviously one of us stands either side, Durda's, me and Durdas and me, and she said, who am I listening to? And I said, well, Durdas, I, as in Durdas is leading it, and he'll go first. But it was a bit funny because she um, basically faced Durdas for the whole interview. And afterwards, I hadn't really noticed it, but afterwards the cameraman was like, we can't send that, we can't use that. So why not? He goes, because, mate, she... It looks like you said something inappropriate and she's just turned her back to you and just not spoken to you for the whole thing. And I was like, I don't care. I don't worry about that. What did you whisper to her then? I can't tell you. Um, but yeah, so she was very nice. And um, cracking game at Waspies, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, we're nice and quiet, mate. So New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, stayed in uh, with the children and the children cooked a special meal. Yeah. They did absolutely friggle. Uh, but they spent an hour and a half creating a menu, which as far as I writing the menu down, which I put on Instagram, which as far as I could ascertain, couldn't even have taken a seven year old more than three minutes. So I basically cooked dinner and I was in bed by bit, I was quite dull. But I was in bed by about half ten.
2: Yeah, I'm the same, mate. I don't mind. I yeah. d- No, don't What's mind. New year. Yeah. Um. New year, it. new you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, love, I like January, you know. I reckon January's for the hardcore. For those yeah. that are either too busy over Christmas or just don't care. Yeah. I'm up for beers in January. So, yeah. Give me a tweet. We got, come at We've got a couple of blooming lash ups coming, up. We? we? have. We've got a lash up this Saturday. You it's, and me going blooming head to head. Do you know about it?
1: What? Do oh, you know? <laughs> it's not a surprise. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Flats'
2: fortieth birthday party and that's happening in chipping Well
1: him. it's not it's not a birthday party. Okay,
2: sorry, it's not a birthday party. It's a Paulie's invi- celebration.
1: Paulie's invited a handful of people to his house for a celebration for my for birthday. You. So it's not a party. I said I didn't want a party. Yeah you're and getting one. No, it's not a party. Is it fancy dress? If it's party, I'll invite all of my mates and there's like there's only sixty people coming, no. There's only a few couples. It's a so select doing- for you, isn't it? Yeah, pow- yes, Paulie's arranged it. Yeah, Okay. Right. So Paulie's mates,
2: thing. Paulie's mates for your birthday. Yeah. Okay. Um which would be great. Can't Basically wait. his mum can't and, wait and his to dog. see you sloshed, sloshed. Oh, I can't wait to do my speech. 40 minutes max. Slos cumbered.
1: You think Ricky Gervais delivered? <laughs> oh, Christ. What, the postman? You. Oh. Um before we uh, have a little break and then start talking about rugby, one mm. serious thing. Um I've donated um I have donated to uh, the Australian Red Cross and you should too if you can spare a tenner because there are, there are lots of videos and there's lots of information about the fires that are going on in Australia at the moment. I personally struggle a bit to watch the videos. I accidentally saw a video last night of a koala bear in a fire and it was horrific. Yeah. It, I'm not blowing it up so say it actually... Really affected my sleep last night. Didn't sleep brilliantly last night, and um, gave some money, and woke up and gave a bit
2: more. I think like, I think when you see the actual scale of it and compared uh, to the UK, yeah, it's massive, isn't James it? James Hall will put it, the graph up, the, yeah. the image up, didn't he? It's huge. It's absolutely
1: massive. The area that is on fire, but. Unimaginable, but it's half a billion animals dead. Yeah. Half a billion. No, I think, it's, I think it's up
2: to a billion now, mate. I read it this morning in the Jeez, paper. So it's huge, just astonishing. Massive and amount. These
1: beautiful animals just being. Anyway, uh, so if you can, well, you can spare five minutes. And if you can spare 10 quid or 50 quid or 100 quid, just give them some money because whatever you give, it's needed and it won't be enough. So give what you can.
2: Before we crack into the Gallagher Premiership, uh, Edinburgh had a good win. Leinster had a good win. I think Leinster are 11 from 11. They might go through this whole season without getting beaten, which would be massive. They could go through the whole season without getting beaten and then losing the playoffs. Uh, The Blues played the Scarlets and the Blues should have won. Mm -hmm. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't. Um, they had the chances, they had the, enough line outs in good position, they had enough shots at goal, but what the Blues don't have, which the Scarlets do have, is what you would class as a phenomenal kicker. So, Lee Halfpenny, yeah. massive boot, not as it massive, Metronome. It's a- accurate, whilst the Blues have got Jad Evans, who's got a decent boot, but it's like a, a nine iron, a seven iron, it's not a driver. Yep. A bit like Ben Blair used to have. So there was opportunities for the Blues to take points, but they tried, couldn't convert, and they had majority of possession territory. So it's a game that they should have won, but Fed played to the Scarlets turned up. Um you know, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest of games. We thought we were gonna see a, an unbelievable. I know, it was wide, all teed wide. up to be great, wasn't it? It was. Um, but the Scarlets are just continuing their form. Um, Brad Moore has got them in such a great position. Glen Delaney has worked with their defence now, so it's really sharp off the mark, blitzing non-stop. Gareth Davis takes an intercept. You watch him just—he just hovers around the back of the line, off the backs as they're coming up, and he just um, preempts Jared Evans and collects the ball and has got a huge amount of pace to score. Uh, the I thought the Ospreys were going to win against the Dragons george north was back scott williams was in the center justin tipperick how did they bradley go? davis um started well but let the dragons back into the game and the dragons end up charging a kick down from luke price and go length of the field to score and seal the game off so the well, dragons had all the ball didn't they torrid times at the moment for yeah. um I know. the dragons it's uh, for, for the Ospreys, Rays. it's yeah. not looking good at all.
1: I wonder what, I wonder where they go from here. Um, I think they say just, the only way is up, but it's not true. I think they have really
2: just got to write their season off, uh, which they will do because they're bottom of the league at the moment. They're not going to win anything. They're not going to qualify. I don't think, unless there's a miracle for playoffs for the um, Champions Cup. So, I think once they get all their players back, they're a totally different team. Uh, the main one though for me has to be Gareth Anscombe. Yeah, uh, Mackenzie at ten. Marnie McKenzie isn't quite working. They've signed him from New Zealand. He's Damien McKenzie's brother. They've also got Luke Price, who's not really hit the heights that we thought he would. So Anscombe is a massive, massive loss. Reese Webb is going back as well. Um, they've got players coming back from injury. Dan Evans is still out. Um, the Reece George Webb North is
1: interesting, isn't it? Because George North is back, but he's, he's injured back. himself.
2: Yeah. Sort of Justin Brick at the end.
1: Um, but mm. Reese Webb, so he's coming back from. Uh, Toulon a year early, but the owner has said that he's probably played his last game because he thinks he's dishonest and mm. he asks us to release him. We agree it and then find out he's already negotiated a contract with Ospreys and agreed to with his wru play for Wales, made himself available already, and it's all negotiated. It's all news to us. And it's the madness continues at
2: Toulon. I mean, well, that's the thing like when, when you hear stories like that coming from Toulon, you just think, well, you know, this isn't the first time. Something happens every year with any high class player that goes to Toulon um that wants to leave. There's always massive amount of issues.
1: Why would why would you why would you go there? Like money, 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 money. I know, I know, I know, but it's so unstable. You hear about lads still suing the club for image rights payments that yeah. weren't made and years ago it just sounds awful being there. I mean Short sure, was great when they're winning winning everything, but you got like Iban Ezebeth or something, he might just not give a toss because he's getting so much money and no one's gonna dick him about because he's the boss and he's just won the World Cup and fine. But for the other lads, it's like lads, you'd almost I wanna go to I if I wanna if I'm a good player and I want to wear a load of dough, Toulon would have to pay a lot more than anyone else for
2: me to go there because it's so unstable. But also like if you're if you've got a family and you're bringing a your family out there as well, a massive part of going to a foreign country is that your family settles as well. And Reese Webb's wife and kids—they didn't settle there whatsoever. So they've gone back to Wales. So it's going to be tough for him yeah. to try and stay over there and play when your family's not there, because family comes first. Comes way before you think about your job, you know, sport, anything. You know, so that's your number one pri- priority. And when you're not settled there and your family's not there, you know, you don't want to be there, yeah, because you want to be with your wife and kids. So I can totally see why he wants to go back. And I think there has to be a level of understanding there from Toulon that, right, your family hasn't settled. That happens, and, and you come to agreement. So uh, it's good that Wales are allowing him to play as well. Yeah. Um, that's a good sh- uh, sign of, of goodwill, I think, from the W to say, look, you know, you've, you've re-signed for the Ospreys. That's great. We want you back in Wales. And yes, now in the Six Nations, you're allowed to play. We'll allow you to play for Wales. But he has to play for a club leading up to the Six Nations. Yeah. Also, Gareth Davis is playing really well. Thomas Williams has come through. And I think since the World Cup, Thomas Williams has just gone up to another level. Yeah. Might not be right now at the level of Gareth Davis, but you certainly wouldn't question putting him in or starting him. Um, yeah, happily start um, him in a test. Biggest yeah. issue Wales have got at the moment is centre. Who plays in the centre? Uh, Hadley Parks will start at 12, no doubt about that. But who do you play alongside him? Um, there's a guy at the Scarlets called Steph Hughes, and he's... He's been the number one centre in Wales at the moment, but untested at test level. So it's a good start off game for Wales. They've got Italy first game up, so potentially a good one for him, for Wales to see what he's like. But I think Stephen Jones and Wayne Pivat will probably opt for either George North or maybe Owen Lane, transferring them in from the wing to the centre. But either way, they have to have a bit of game time at centre before the Six Nations mm, starts. I like, I like the first option. I like the first option as well. Re- mate, mate, he's he's completely different to a lot of the centres Wales have got because he's not physically dominating. He doesn't take a massive amount of contact. So the ball goes through his hands. Um, you know, you look at their Scarlet's strength. That is, I think, their their width, their wingers, their 15. And I think that's Wales' mm-hmm. strength as well. So um, he's got great attacking game as well. With it, with his kicks, you know, pun the ball through, chips over, really. It looked like Jonathan Joseph in a lot of ways. Not a massive, dominated a player, but probably not the pace of of Jonathan Joseph, but skills touches, elsewhere. Yeah, yes, yeah. um, yeah, plenty of that. Um, what has been going on in the Gallagher? I watched a bit of the rugby over the weekend in that league.
1: Well, a few things to start with. Firstly, uh, Michael Fatialofa hurt his neck potentially. We we think quite badly um, in the Worcester game. Um, he is in a stable condition in intensive care. Mm. His wife has posted on social media um, asking people to pray for him. Now, if you're not religious, then at least hope for him. Um, so that, that's the first and most important thing. Um, the Sarri's fine has been announced, has been divvied up amongst the other clubs. Yep. Um, and Chiefs have given theirs straight away to the Chiefs Foundation, which is a lovely thing to do. Um, I guess the whole point is that, you know, this money that... Saracens have had to pay for having been found guilty of cheating actually gets used against them because other clubs can buy players and, and all that but actually Tony Rose decided to give that to the charity which is a lovely thing to do actually
2: do there's no doubt Saracens are going to lose that game um, you know they were, they were always going to win that at home what Chiefs? Uh, Saracens sorry. Worcester yeah Saracens Worcester yeah sorry yeah um, did you see Owen Farrell high shot yeah thoughts on that? Yeah, it got missed. That's a yellow or red, that. I think it's red. Well, however... If Danny Cipriani... Remember Danny Cipriani's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tackle, he got red-carded for that. However,
1: what I would say is... Or have we moved
2: on from that, do you think?
1: No, I I think we probably have from that, I think. And again, it's coming back a bit, but, you know, people are outraged when a high tackle is missed, especially when it's someone who's gone in repeatedly in the past with no arms and shoulder charge and stuff. Like, Owen has. So people are outraged if anyone else he'd be sent off no no if they'd seen it and had a go at it he would have got into trouble and it'll be they just you can't see everything
2: he's got Rory, history there There was
1: Roy Hutchinson could well have been sent off I reckon weekend. that was worse so do I so the thing with Owen is or it's at least as bad but I think I watched it do you know what I watched it um, in a car park after I got a, well, I basically got a Costa drive through on the way back last night I saw it on Twitter I haven't replied yet but Someone said, what do you think of this? And I'm, you, don't, you can't reply to everything, can you? But I looked at it and I saw it a couple of times, then I drove off. And it looked actually like maybe it began on his shoulder and rode up. Either way, I assumed my in- instant reaction was, without having looked at it properly, was card mm. of some sort. But there are probably cardable offences in
2: every game that get missed. This yeah, is the no, way it goes. Yeah, you I, know. I agree with that. Yeah. But being such a topical subject of a high tackle, they're not. they're rarely missed this day and age now. There aren't many that are missed, but the there are some. TMO coming yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, um, for so me, that was probably a yellow card. Uh, deserved to be a yellow card. Yeah, I think so. Not, um, not aggressive enough to be a red card.
1: A player was, from memory, I guess, I'm not looking at it right now, but the, the player was falling, wasn't he? He was tumbling. He was going down. He'd been tackled by someone else already. Owen was the second guy in. Anyway. Yeah,
2: he was the second guy in. Um, But... If there's I mean,
1: mitigation and and the, the refs don't have to give a red, they won't give a red, and I think that's the right way to approach it.
2: Sixty-two-five, plenty went on in that game. Some Pretemi's shaking on the wing was really good. Him and like him and Imbetoya are very similar in the way they play. See yeah. How, see how lateral they are yeah. when they step. They, they catch the ball, step, and it's a huge step inside. That's then, it.
1: It's it's a metre and a half step. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got proper power, and that's the
2: acceleration as well. Um, I think I think it was um, Duncan Taylor eventually scores off a crossfield kick, yeah. which, which he collects. Yeah. So, um, yeah, brilliant watching him.
1: He was really, really good. At, you know, um,
2: Alex Lewington I thought could have gone for the corner, but yeah. ends up tackling himself. Love yeah. seeing that. Yeah, <laughs> when he's when a player gets so confused about you know the he process, yeah. but the process going on in your head is is really quick. You you've got sometimes you have got. Too much time to think about stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier if you just make a break, and all of a sudden, then there's a defender in front of you, and you pass. Whilst when you've got loads of time like that, you're thinking, right, do I step inside? Do I, yeah, do I swerve? What do I do? And then he ends up tripping over to himself, tackles himself. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, ben, ben Earl, Ben of mega impressive. Make could chuck him on the wing. Mega impressive. Elliot Daly looked really good. Ben Earl was—he looks so quick. Yeah. He's taking some quick pills. But like he? what?
2: Like his leg is. His legs are really wide, and his hips are really wide. Yeah. So, He's quick, but also you just, you can look at someone and know they're powerful. Like Jameson Daniel, just bottom half is yeah. actually
1: chunky and hard. Yeah. And you just don't want to tackle it. Uh, Saris was so dominant and it was like, we, <clears throat> again, some people listening to this might watch the highlights show and I'll probably repeat myself a bit, but it's what I think. So that's the way it goes. But it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because um so Nigel Ray, obviously the, sort of the big news is that Nigel Ray stepped down as chairman, not a massive surprise. Ed Griffiths comes in, comes back in as CEO so that'll be fascinating to watch that unfold. Um, you know, I think from v- the very, very little I know of Ed Griffiths, of CEO of uh, when he was CEO at Sarries, was you know when, when I was playing, we said, well, all they do is spend money, go to Miami and Oktoberfest. I think he did a lot more than that. I think he's widely regarded as a visionary. So it could be great news for Sarries that he's come back.
2: That's building culture as well when you're doing these great. Trips.
1: It's, got weird. it's for morale. We were with uh, Geach on the high ropes at Longleat in the rain having pre-packed sandwiches. Oh the sandwiches didn't turn up, so we didn't have any lunch and the all the um Sarri's lads were texting our boys from Miami. Mm. <laughs> we're doing the we're doing high and low ropes at Longleat in the rain. Anyway, so that that's big news, but Sarries it's an interesting one because the when Chiefs beat Sarries at home last week. Yep. It was Sarries pretty much full-bore team and a full-bore bench. There was a, a couple of guys missing but not many. So that's flat out that is and let, let's not skate around it that is the same team that was deemed in the last three seasons to have been assembled illegally in salary cap terms so no one's left yet I know Liam Williams is leaving but no one's left yet they're all still there so there was a sense of if they win this probably isn't great for the league talking about neutrals here so Sarri's fans won't like this but that's fine Talk about from a neutral st- objectively here this isn't great. So Chiefs beat them, and that is probably good for the league. I don't particularly want Sarries to lose every week. I rather enjoy watching them play. They're one of my favourite teams to watch. But um, from a rugby point of view, they're great to watch. But they, but then they destroy Worcester in such fashion, and it could have been eighty-five points. I mean, they were so much better with all these big names. You think, well, this is the this is that team, and it probably isn't great for the league. Actually, although it was great to watch, you think, well. I know there's an investigation into their compliance this season um, going on at the moment, but you sort of think it would feel weird if quite a few players weren't playing for other clubs reasonably soon. Because to retain that number of top players and the whole notion that this is all subjective, this is this is just opinion, the whole notion that people will play for Sarries, people will accept a lower price to go to Sarri's than they would to go... To Newcastle or to Worcester, because you're more likely to win things at Sarries. It's a more successful environment. I get that. People ain't playing for Sarries for half the money they could get anywhere else. Not, I mean, if you're getting, you know, if you're earning six hundred grand a year, and you could earn one point two to place, okay, you're still earning massive money. No one is on one fifty at Sarries when they could be on three three fifty somewhere else. How I long have they got it. to lower their
2: to lower their wage bill? I don't know. Yeah, nor do I. Don't know thought you Um, would you should
1: but I know everyone's got different opinions but and they're you know to to hammer my point home again
2: so is it next season that they've probably got to
1: well we don't know do we um
2: can you can someone tweet us maybe someone tell us us?
1: but you know it's um well they're not allowed to be over the salary cap this year this season they're not allowed obviously no one is so hopefully they're not and it's all it's all above board and and then in terms of this season it goes away um but the notion that you know top clubs can often pay less than other club bottom clubs for the same players cuz yeah. people want to win more but I'm I do not buy in absolutely do not buy into the notion that the majority of top players there are taking half the money they could get at another really good club just to, just to be at Saracens no. I like, just don't buy it no, no, um, no, no, if I they enjoy. are good on them I mean that I just don't buy it um so I think there will have to be some changes there but I, it wasn't necessarily a great look for the Prem, you know, Sarri's being that dominant. Although, they were brilliant to watch. <laughs> they um, really were, as And usual. they will stay up. Oh, they'll stay up. They'll stay up by a mile. They're a brilliant team. Absolutely brilliant. So, Sale were also excellent on Friday night against Quinns. Yes. Quinns are really poor. Paul Gustard gutted. Um, you know, I think... You there were videos, videos of him watching the
2: game, and he was just like, What is going on? Just Especially t- after a great start by Harlequins as well, who come out of the blocks, firing him. That Abitoy try. Yeah. Wow. I know. The acceleration. I'll tell you what I noticed during that try as well is that Chris Ashton still has pace at yes. his age. Yes. You see him covering across from the right wing, and he's not far away by the time he gets there. But, you know, regardless of, of who he is, you can just see a bloke who is running incredibly yep. fast yep. it is Chris Ashton there is still pace in those legs let me tell you do you know why so this is this is not speaking out of turn
1: he's like Ronaldo no I sat next to him yesterday at the Wasps game because he was working for BT Sport there and um he, he forced me to put him in my Flats 15 team of the week okay. I didn't want to put him in didn't he was he wasn't in my top 40 wingers this weekend and he knows that but he made me put him in so he's in well done Ashy. um We are talking about training and stuff and whatever. And just the reason I'm not talking out of school is because he just said, I know what my body needs. I know what I need to do. I know what makes me feel good. Of course, he does all the stuff with the team. Yeah. But I know the bits I need to do. I know what I need to not do. And, you know, at the club, sales really good for letting you do what you need to do to keep your body
2: right. Well, he's a mature player as well, isn't he? Dimes really gets it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Also, another player that looked quick, and I didn't expect him to be so quick, was Rohan Jans van Rensburg? Rapid. Really rapid. And he's a unit. Huge, yeah, he's a unit, mate. He is, he's like a breeze block. Um, yeah, really outplayed. Um, good footwork, so i outplayed Lasiki. I mean, Lasiki yeah. looked quite tired running back, um, chasing back yeah, for some of the sale tries. Didn't really get much out of him, but but no, no one, no one from Queens really seemed to fire consistently. You know, how Luke James managed to fit through oh, a
1: no. gap out wide, yeah, it's
2: just beyond that. Was a... That was a but Took his try really well, no doubt.
1: But, you know, even guys like Gonova, who are top of the range, no no one quite seemed at it. And I must say, I find it odd that you've got, you know, you've got Alex Dombrant. Was Alex Dombrant on the bench? I don't think he was, actually. But Alex Dombrant hasn't been playing, and there's rumours of his leaving to go to Saints. It's all rumours at the moment, I think. But it's like, I don't know if it's the case, but if Alex Dombrant is leaving, and you're not playing him because he's leaving... I always find that mad. Yeah. He's one of your best players. I you'd almost you'd almost say, right, you're playing every single minute for the rest yeah. of the season. Because your welfare is no longer as important. We need to get the value forward. out of you, as much yeah. value as we can. Him.
2: Uh Joe Marler, silly yellow card. Just Yeah, do you know what? I there's think no need for that. I think that's just not a big deal that. No, that's I, not a big deal. That's not a big deal. It's just petty. Um and I mean I don't mean any disrespect when I say this, but Something that you would have loved to have done 15, 20 years ago. I can imagine you doing that. Well, there
1: was the same thing happened. Um, Not that it's, you're not hurting someone, you're just annoying someone. Remember when Borthwick signed for, Borth has left Bath and went to Sarries? Oh no, I was playing for Sarries against Bath, early days, early, early days. And basically, Borth and I had a little bit of a scuffle and nothing really happened. The ref pulled us both over. And we walked over to Borth, and as he so we were at mates from you know schoolboy days and stuff. We walked over, and the ref said something. and I just said, you "Prick," like, whatever it was to Borthers, and Borthers basically palmed me a little bit in the face, just a little bit. And I thought I probably couldn't got away, couldn't have got away with whacking him in front of the ref. You get done for that. But yeah. I was like, "Well, I've got an hour left, and I'll definitely get him at some point." Um, and I didn't. <laughs> but I like, I'm not worried about it because be be you can chin people and get away with it there, there was this brilliant time um, when I moved to Bath and this is not glorifying violence but Lawrence Dalio was obviously very good at rugby but very good in particular at lying over the ball just slowing things down yeah. so he had a back made of leather and you could kick the crap out of his back and it was just like one big lump of scar tissue it just didn't seem to hurt him so he used to boot him properly boot him and he'd stand up grinning with a ball in his hand you know so annoying so he did it once at Bath and it just really really annoyed me so Steve Borthwick got cited for because our mission was get Lawrence off that ball in the second half you know and they he did a good job and they beat us at the wreck but was got cited went to a disciplinary anyway I I can't remember if he got banned or not but he came back and basically the video was they played the video and as they played it everyone started laughing in the room and it was basically like Lawrence is over the ball, Borthas comes in, I think Borthas like kneed him, he like dropped a knee on him, like a flying knee basically right in the middle of his back and Lawrence like rears up and he's like ah and then you just see number one come in with Flatman written on the bat and just smack him right in the mouth, it was like a really real cheap shot and it was like absolutely, we were both lying down basically but yeah. whacked him there and somehow I hadn't been cited for it and Borthas had. And the best thing was Lawrence got up grinning and I got up grinning and the video went to the end and both of us were laughing about this crap punch that I'd thrown, you know. And it was like now everybody would be in trouble for that, and rightly so. Yeah. But we both really enjoyed it. You know, we both laughed about it and Lowell said, you nearly connected there, mate, and it was a bit of fun. But what Joe's doing is just winding someone up, being a bit of a nose, and you just can't do it anymore. And while it's the right decision, the yellow card, I just... There's a little bit of me that thinks it's a shame
2: you can't have the odd little pretend here and there, to be honest with you. It's just just annoying for someone, isn't it? You're just trying to get a little bit of an edge on them. Uh, gloucester Bath. Bath don't score a try. Um, All their points come from penalties. Probably a little bit worrying if you're a Bath supporter, the amount of tries that aren't being scored. Anthony Watson has a great chance of putting Francois Lowe down the left and goes back inside where the traffic is. And Bath end up getting a penalty from it. But that should have been a blatant try. They sh- that should have been finished off. Second flow would have made it. Yeah, World Cup winner mate. It have made that. He would have made that. I definitely agree. He would have. He would have made that. Um, it was pretty clear cut to me. Um, and I mean, it was good Gloucester defence in the end to keep Bath out, forcing them to kick a goal. They lose three points. That's better than a potential seven. Mm. Um, is there a player that runs harder into contact than Ollie Thorley? If He's a maniac. Is, I want to know. He's a, he's, he's a modern-day Lewis Moody.
1: I mean, Lewis was defensive, and he, he's he's mental, mm. how hard he runs. And he's
2: big as a horse. I just find it, you know, you, you've got Anthony Watson, you've got Jonathan Joseph, um, Rocket Aguni You've got all these players, yet you're not giving them the right ball. Shank boy, you are,
1: accidentally. By the way, everyone, it's Monday afternoon here. Shanks has not yet seen the highlights show. No. Carry on with what you're saying, because I think you might be about to say exactly what I say tonight in the highlight show. No, that was it, mate. I was just going to say,
2: um, eat more greens, less red meat. Um, school. I was just going to say, there's no point in having those players unless they get ball, but they're not getting in the right situations. Mm. And you've got to play to your strengths. And at the moment, right, the, sorry about this, but the Scarlet's this year, right, they're playing to the form they showed two, three years ago, which is yeah. playing wide game, playing with width, um, their wingers and their fifteen I think of their strength their offloading game their tempo that they play so they found they found a level that suits them blues are, are sort of just about finding it now I think with their attack but bath still lost in my opinion and the the quality of, of player is there they're they're just not functioning they're not playing to where their strengths are
1: yeah it's uh, the kind of the the point. I make tonight, as as it's Monday here on the show, is that, similar to you, you've got these weapons, and actually you watch Saints when they're at it, you see loads of Naira Voro, loads of Tom Collins, loads of Furbank, not every time, but often, Mm. and you see, watch Chiefs, and you see, you see loads of Hutchinson when you watch Saints, when they're on form as well, or this season, you watch Chiefs, and you see loads of Noel, loads of Slade when he's fit, you see loads of... Oh, Flaherty, loads of Hogg, loads yep. of Woodburn. You see a lot of these guys. And Rockendon Goonie. I think he, he doesn't seem as dangerous as he did a couple of seasons ago. But we actually don't quite know because he doesn't get a huge amount of great ball. and Massively. And there is a, there is a you know, you can't ever say Anthony Watson is work shy. The guy's a beast at the moment carrying the ball. And it's not just footwork and pace. He's aggressive when How he carries Rocking that Imagine
2: got the ball at Zamit? gets at Gloucester. Yeah that's
1: it and this, there is an obligation for them to come to look for come look and look for work and yep. i think Watson especially does but you've got Jonathan Josephs a weapon the break he made in the second half he's a weapon at 13 you've got to... you are guaranteed two or three line breaks from him yeah you ha- but you have to create space and give them the ball they yep. want and i feel like it you know my my point would be you know Mark Atkinson didn't play but you look at um Hines Cipriani Atkinson as a 9 10 12 for gloucester mm. And it's just ideal for the guys outside. So 12 trees suddenly at 13 looks loads better. Louis Sammet gets loads of great ball on debut and and on his first few games. And, and that's really interesting. And I think Barth, it's not that Bath don't have the players. I feel like what they're doing during the week might need a tweak or their approach might need a tweak. I'm not an expert in coaching Premiership, premiership attacks, but it's about getting the best out of the group of players you've got. And I think, you know, the first half, Second half, delete from a Bath point of view. But the first half, I thought Priestland moved really, really nicely. Cook served him really, really nicely. Everything nice, nice linking up. And you think there are tries are going to come here. But actually, then that goes away. Mm. So I think there is something not quite right with
2: the with the Bath I attack. have to say, Pledri was outstanding, as yeah. was Ackerman. Willie Hines was brilliant. Thorley was class. You know, Cipriani probably had a quieter game compared to those um, players yeah, I just mentioned. But it doesn't matter. You can't always be the star of the show. He just second rose as well by the way. Yeah. Alex Craig
1: and Franco Moster are class. And Franco Murray, the way he tackles people. Yeah. He's a beast, man. He's he's a beast. Uh
2: Northampton Wasps. Now that was a very interesting game. Really yeah. enjoyed watching that. Northampton end up down to 13 men at the end and what a what a piece of of substitution really. Um getting Nairovora oh, What a bloke to have on the bench. I know and it, like you two men down. And people say, "Oh, there's no way that Northampton should have scored. When you're two men down, it doesn't matter when you're that close to the line, because yeah. that is just big men, um, powerful men against."
1: You can't necessarily the put the width on it, though. No, you
2: can't put the you can't put the width on it. But teams aren't trying to put width on it. Teams are just trying to run over people, trying to like Chiefs, but yeah, yeah, like Chiefs. Um, but you know, he features twice off the back of the scrum. I thought that possibly they should have moved out um jimmy gopeth got him out the 10 channel maybe move the two centers closer in because you know naivora is going to run into that channel put your better defenders closer to try and make more of an aggressive tackle gopeth Don't, was class when he came on. he right? was in class tackle. when wow. he came on well wow. they have missed him massively yeah um also it was a lovely bit of a piece of um ripping and offloading from fekatoa
1: yeah, he looked really good. He tried to do it twice and missed the second one, actually. Yeah, he did. Um, who was
2: it on? It was on Alex Waller, I think, wasn't it?
1: Was it? Yeah. No, he, f- he failed the one on Waller. That's the one he failed on, yeah. Yeah.
2: But the first one, I I can't remember he rips it off. I ripped think. it off someone, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He um, ripped it off one of the lads. Brilliant, though, wasn't it? And He looked a, really good. It was a little bit of footwork as well before he, he takes the tackle after ripping the ball, and then oh, the offload as well.
1: That bit of footwork afterwards was... I and know. i tell you what, I we're swapping sides a little bit, but Tiamat Harrison and Cobus Reinach, wow. Yeah. They were really, really, really good, both of them.
2: There was a penalty try um, from a pass that I think Thomas Young throws or is getting thrown to, which is knocked down by Cobus. was getting thrown right. to him. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, it happens then from Wasps, Thomas Young does it a couple of minutes later and is not pinged for it. That's the yeah. other card he has to go off. Yep. I it's the same, really. Apart from it's not in a tri scoring uh, position.
1: Well, it ends up it ends up not being a crucial factor because Wasps don't win. Yes. So if Wasps have won with the extra man, that's But Hutchinson not getting yellowed yep. or carded at all, um, and Northampton winning that is more contentious.
2: No arms wrap. His arms are down. It's shoulder to head. Uh, mitigating circumstances. He's dropping. The the attacker was dropping, but Hutchinson stays tall. So, for me, that's irrelevant.
1: I I'm, I was really surprised he didn't get in trouble for that. Yeah. Um, yep. So, that becomes more good. One uh thing, One thing I noticed, and this is the sort of thing that people don't like you saying, um, Matteo Minotzi. Yes, what about him? Watch him play for Italy loads, commentated on him quite a lot. Rapid, amazing footwork. He just doesn't look that quick. I could be wrong. I don't think he is. Remember when I said that Roggington Goonie is an amazing ball carrier, like yep. at times unplayable, top end, when he gets into space, I don't think he looks especially quick compared to some of the quick boys and I got abused for that and I don't mind getting abused to be honest with you but I got abused for that. I still think it's true. And I think it might be true of Minozzi as well. I don't think he's terribly quick. He
2: looks quick because he's quite short and the the legs yeah. scuttle fast. But no, I, I I've seen him before. Okay. Um I was under the impression. Games that rugby, I, well I've I'm seen wrong. I've seen in games before where I thought, actually, you don't look as sharp as I thought you were. Yeah. But anyway, um
1: really good win for Saints that and was, you know, a lot win. of grit and couple of points out of it, but, you know. Reinhardt scoring two
2: tries again. Um, is there a better nine than him in the moment in uh, Gallagher? No. There's not, I He's, he's think. your top guy at the moment. Dan oh, Bigger brilliant. playing really well. Hits a brilliant angle for Reinhardt's try. He loves a, tantrum. Like a, centre. He loves a temper tantrum, though. <laughs> the one I sent Did you. It?
1: Yeah, he loves it. Jumping up and down, stamping his feet.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> such, I've only met him a couple of times, such a lovely man.
2: He's, so, he is, he's such a lovely man. He's a competitor. Yeah. right. He wants to win. Oh, um, right. But
1: when he was jumping up and down and stamping and throwing his arms, that is funny. I know. Uh, it Whoever is funny. Whoever you support, that is funny.
2: It is funny. Tom Wood had a great game as well. Yeah. for The Saints, his carrying game was phenomenal. But he's yeah, getting look, better and better. the moment was when Nairora came on and um, sealed it for him.
1: And as I said, I, speaking of people, uh, I sat sitting next to Chris Ashton uh, during the game. You know... He's one of those guys that gets booed at opposition grounds and that sort of stuff, or he used to anyway. Yeah. And I just want to say that the fans are right. He's a horrible guy, isn't he? <laughs> he is though. You've met, He's horrible, isn't he? Such a shame.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I don't really no. know him. No, he's, um, one, he's one of the good guys, fella. Is he? Really lovely. yeah. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah,
1: you'd have, you'd have him in. You'd have him in your squad. Would he's, he uh, scores a lot of tries? I'd you. have him in my
2: night out. Would I?
1: Oh, he's brilliant. You'd have him at table tennis. You'd have him at lunch. He's brilliant. He's lovely.
2: Much needed win by Leicester against the Bears.
1: Leicester looked really good.
2: It Did look good. Mind
1: you, Bristol looked really good. At, like the, the Piers O'Connor try with Callum Sheedy going from five metres from his own line. That could be one of the tries of the season. I I love watching Callum Sheedy. I think he's great. He's good for his first choice position. I think he looks really, really good. Piers O'Connor, I think, is one of the best centres in the league. Um okay. he's really, really good. And he's good pretty much every time.
2: Ellis Geng is becoming great. a centre. Ellis is one of the best fullbacks in the league. He's become a centre slash fifteen uh slash fifteen. He was catching the ball off kick receipt last week. This week he's running into contact like he's a twelve or thirteen. Like he's Jans van Rensburg. Yeah, he's he's
1: be a good matchup that. Rohan Janse van Rensburg. He I had to learn that name a bit yesterday because I was calling him Johan Ranser, but it's Rohan <laughs> you know, He but he, a centre runs that line and scores that try. Yeah. It's a really good centre. Stats a Jamie Roberts try that. Yeah, isn't it? Good, hard line, strong in contact, try time. That's a Jamie Roberts try that Ellis Genji scored. Jamie Roberts is a British line centre. Like, Genji's a serious bit of kit. Mm. And the the ball, he takes the ball to the line. I know uh, Bristol are two men down at this point, but he takes the ball to the line. Instead of dropping Lavanini off next to him, who's running hard, expecting the ball, he pulls it back to George Ford. They release in the end, Johnny May. Like, this is a loose head prop, man. This is someone who's dominating at scrum time. Yep. Admittedly, it's easier for him once... Um, but he's doing off a off massive a off. run-up
2: as well. He's not stood still where you see that pass so often where it just puts behind. He's running, you know, five metres yeah. at about 80%. What a boy. Yep. And you've got Mako, Genge, Mahler. I mean, Alec Hepburn,
1: Benno Obano. There yep. are some serious operators knocking about. I'm sure I've forgotten a couple, of Soz, about that. But there's some serious operators moving about. They look really good. George Ford looked brilliant. Yep. The
2: Jordan Olo- Olofella looked good. I mean, good news for Leicester, George Ford has re-signed. So. And Genge. Yeah. And Genj, yeah. And, you know, someone like Ford is so vital to Leicester. You build your team around him, and it's it's not been a great season for them so far. But, again, they're another team I look at and think, well, you're not too worried about them. There is quality there, the history behind the club. Um, it's a great club. Always has been a great club. So they'll be all right. You just got to go through these times.
1: You just want... Because um, there's, there's no good that comes from a young, really well-respected, well-liked, intelligent bloke being given a big job mm-hmm. and failing. There's just no good that comes from that. And the other clubs might say, ha-ha, but that doesn't count. That's all balls. It's like there's no good that because you want Jordan Murphy to do well. You want Stuart Hooper to do well. We wanted Nick Kennedy to do well, and it didn't go his way. I don't think he had the support at Irish. You want them to be supported and taken care of and given a shot. And I am I really hope it comes good for, for Tigers and for yeah, Jordan Murphy, um,
2: I know we're chopping and changing a bit now, but I didn't mention it earlier. Um, what a great job Dean Ryan is, has been doing at the Ospreys. Yeah, so how's that looking? Uh, the Dragons. I can't even get it right. Loves um, the Ospreys, then he does. Must Dean? Be the two baguettes. Yeah. Uh, look, he's installing a lot of self belief, a lot of confidence in the team. Um, you know, they're, they're never going to be a team that is going to put opposition away by 30, 40 points, but if they're. If they're, you know, in the game with 20 minutes to go, the Dragons have become a team that can grind out wins. Rio uh, Dyer, he came in last minute for Ashton Hewitt and scored a try, was actually really fast and looked really good and dangerous on the wing. So um, nice for him to be able to do that as a youngster. But also there's other players as well. There's, you've got um, Will Talbot Davis at 15, who's... Been on form the whole season, not making many errors, um, very good on attack. You've got um, Moriarty, you've got Tane Basham at seven, who's been a great find, whether he's been a find or come up through the academy. He's been phenomenal for them all year, and Wainwright as well. So all of a sudden, um, Leon Brown scores a great try. He's tight head, had a couple of Welsh caps, a few. Um, hits a His really first
1: g- cap was against Georgia, wasn't it? Was yeah. Pretty tough. I it's think. a really
2: good inside line and scores from like 30, 40 metres. Massive amount of pace. Could have been slightly forward the pass, but gets away with it. But just a team that's hungry for work. Um, yeah. And, you know, it does go down to the wire. The Ospreys, you think, had turned a corner. Um, but as I say, if the Dragons are in it with 10, 15 minutes to go, they seem to be... They and seem they to got, be grinding out results. And
1: they've got a load of good players. They've got a load of good players. Wayne Wright and Moriarty in the same back row. You've know, you yeah. got some top boys You've got there.
2: Hibbard coming off the bench as well.
1: Hibbard on the bench. again. Aaron Jarvis still doing mm. it. My old mate Jarv, no matter how hard we trained, no matter how we changed our diets to anything, we were always exactly level in every fitness test. And that does not say a lot about me or Jarvis. <laughs> okay? It really doesn't. I like, was like, right, I'm in the shape of my life. I'm down to... Three percent body fat slash twenty three percent body fat. I'm right down. This is it. Fitness test start of pre-season. There they flog you and you're in really bad shape and yeah. it's brutal. So right boys, these are your scores last time. You on this test, you gotta be gotta complete the test in less than two hundred and thirty-nine seconds or whatever it was. That's your total, two thirty-nine. We're Java and I are like, we're not at the bottom because Duncan Bell was there, he was about for an hour behind us. But Dave Barnes has completed it a minute before us or something, you know. <laughs> It's like, right, me and Jav are going to beat 239. And it's like, well done, lads, 238, brilliant. Brilliant. We train in ten weeks here, nine, ten weeks.
2: Still beat it though, mate. Yeah, flogged it. Well done. Um, Yeah, yeah. so looks like, you know, we're seeing a fair bit of improvement from the Dragons and we haven't seen that for three or four years. So you know what? What he's doing there, at the dragons seems to be working. Yeah, I so. hope that goes well. That yeah,
1: got some good. They got some good boys down there. Yeah, they're doing all right. Um, and they have got a prop called Brock Harris, and that and Brock. That's one of the best names. It's like it's it's in between. It's more dignified, Brock Lesnar, isn't it? Yeah, it's a gentlemanly, Brock
2: Lesnar. I yeah. Like that. Um. So there we are. Here we are, fella. There we are. Edinburgh are flying high as well. Um, Richard Cockwell doing a great job down there with them. So yeah, as he says, as he says, he hates to lose more than he loves to win. Yeah.
1: His words, not mine. Not the words of me. The words of Richard Cockrell. Anyway, fellow hey, lad, good um, luck, boy.
2: Good luck. Yeah. Nice to see you. All right. Yeah. And nice, um, let's have a let's have a, a responsible drink on Saturday. Oh, you mad. Do you want to bring anything? <sighs> Jägermeister. couple of body bags. Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Just let's let's yeah bring bring forty wkd's. Okay. Just bring a, a crate of hooch. Be fine.
2: And, uh, and some sort of saw. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's gonna be some sort of power saw.
1: Yeah, it's power tool. No presents, by the way. No, there's a no gifting rule. I was there. Yeah, is like this is a it. test. No, we really want one. No, no okay. don't want any. Don't want any. Um, okay. All right, lad. Well done, guys. Yep. See you around, yeah Bye. Bye.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well.
0: Luxury quality within reach, go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
3: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.